0: the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Teen Mom. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Teen Mom news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now... Picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. It's After Buzz TV for Teen
1: Mom. Hooray! Woo! We're we're back. It's Ed and nobody and and nobody again. Oh, and there's Star's a, on the line. And, oh, wait, hold! I didn't. I'm talking about in studio Star. <laughs> you you have to follow my lead, girl.
2: Okay, That's right.
1: Now. I said, us not saying nobody. There's another nobody in behind in the booth. Fill in. Y'all don't have to pay attention to anything he says. He was just, in a second ago, he was just ranting about people not using their own names for Twitter handles. And believe me, he is hot about it. But we also thank you, Star, for joining us via telephone. You are there, correct? Always. Okay. Very good. Very good. I'm glad you're there because we have two shows to talk about. And man, did some stuff go down, okay? Yeah. but first I want to give kudos to Phil, because uh we don't really have a green room here, but we have like a we have a bathroom that's off the off the side of the studio right here and uh so I've been coming to after Buzz for a while, and I want to say that like about six months ago, they had towel issues. The towels were mildewed really, really bad. Correct. And I didn't say anything. Our
3: systems detect that a host has wandered off the subject. Please return
1: once. <laughs> I'm trying to say Our something positive. Has- this is my intro. I want to say that the towel, I went in the bathroom, I washed my hands, I dried my hand. The towel smelled really good, Phil. I just want you to know, appreciate good smelling towels. Okay?
0: After bug to
1: Yes. Okay. I know that was completely off topic, but it was it was actually such a good experience I had to share. And you know, if you don't have nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all.
4: That's right.
5: You know what? They made that possible. Fans like you, not because you donate money, but because, you know, your support. We want to do more. And because you guys listen to everything that Ed has to say and spread the word and make Teen Mom actually number nine on our top ten number iTunes nine. list. Number nine. Out of over a hundred shows, which that is that is pretty impressive. Um, we decided to get Ed some clean towels. So nice. uh, if you continue spreading the word...
1: We might get add some new stuff. You know what? I, I appreciate that. But I'm wondering, does it really have anything to do with me? Because if you think about it, uh, like, we have an empty studio except for me. But last week or, you know, previous weeks, then we have people. So it's almost like and sometimes when I miss, right? So it's almost like if I miss, then, then people come in. And then when I'm here, people don't. So maybe the people that made us number nine are actually here to listen to other people, not me. I don't know. I don't want to take credit where credit is not due. I mean, stars. It's consistent.
5: combination.
1: It's combination. Maybe it's about Star. She's faithful. She, she. Been, You've been calling in, right, Star?
4: I call in. See,
1: <laughs> Star is doing it. She maybe. I think it's the Star session show.
4: That's right. I got my fans.
1: And now, see, now you have to. We have to. We might have to change the time so Star could come in and she could experience. I know. Yeah, you need to be able to use the good smelling towels because they might be for you. <laughs> you know what, Ed? I can't
5: believe that Janelle let. Uh, yeah, never mind. I'm sorry. I'm trying to read a tweet to get you back on subject about the show. <laughs>
1: oh well. Oh, I'm going to need your help because I do. I've got a couple of uh, items of news and gossip. Okay, one that I'm pretty well covered on, but the one about Janelle, uh, uh, well, I'll just I'll just spoil it. She got arrested yesterday. Find out. I need the details because all I know is it was about harassing phone calls and some threats and stuff. But I don't know who she was harassing or threatening. Uh, so all right, I'm on it. Thank you very Filling much. Filming it for Mari okay. Fagel, who
5: is apparently sick.
1: Yeah, she's uh, has the flu, and uh, I think it's cold where she is, right? Uh, so it kind of makes sense. Anyway, um, okay, so star, here we go. Let's. Well, I want to talk about. Let me see. What's the order? Let's do. Should we do the most exciting to the most boring, or the boring first? Let's. Let's
4: get boring out of the way. Let's talk about uh, uh, the most boring person ever, which we know
1: is you. Were you gonna say Chelsea or Caitlin?
4: Chelsea.
1: Okay, Chelsea's the most
4: you know what that's that's
1: yeah, yeah. I kinda I'm kinda feeling you on that one. Um,
4: especially for this episode.
1: I mean I mean this girl, the only person who's more of a wreck than than Chelsea is Janelle. Obviously we'll talk about her in a minute, but as far as, you know, how she over this dude. But here's a guy who I don't understand, and maybe you can help me out, Star. What in the world keeps her going after this dude? If he's in her life, he pushes everybody else out. Her friend don't come over. Da- her dad will be at her house. And and the baby daddy is coming. Here comes Adam. Dad says, I got to leave. I mean, what what is it? What is it? I mean,
4: it's just Chelsea. okay, Chelsea, she thrives on wanting to have a family that's together. Um, her, fa- her parents split up um when she was younger and I just feel like, you know, she just wants his love. She wants his family. And it's kind of hard because, you know, Adam is young. Yes, he has a full-time job and he's, you know, doing things to help out a little bit more. But, you know, he's not one to be like a family man just yet. He's so young. I can see him you know, just wanting to live life. She is really, really ready for the family.
2: Yeah. Um,
4: and in this episode, you know, she gets her hair done and she's like, Adam doesn't like it and then Adam's like, Oh, I like you know, your hair's blonde, it's whatever. He doesn't really care that much is what I kind of see from it.
1: Well, yeah, that's I mean, what I'm feeling from him is that I'm feeling from him that he does not he's not really interested in Chelsea. Ed, is your mic staticky? I did yeah, I'm hearing some popping right now. Huh. Do we have a way to yeah, yeah. or fix.
5: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Star, why don't you keep that?
1: talking, and uh, we'll, we'll fix that as Mike. Okay, so start. oh are we already fixed? It's, I think we're fixed. Okay. There you go. What did you so, do? So that—I don't know. That was my feeling was that Adam, really, he's acting like a guy who just doesn't even want to be there. He doesn't want to be around her. He doesn't want to do anything for her. He's not interested in her at all anymore, if he ever was. He just isn't. And— <clears throat> And she spends her time wondering where he is, why he's not with her, wishing that he could be more, you know, dependent on, right? And uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but when he finally came into the picture uh, in the episode and she had gotten her hair done, right? And and she's like, well, what do you think of my hair? She pats the bed to want him to come sit on the bed. She seems very excited to see him. But what does she do? She she sits there and she actually, like, she she complains, about about the type of boyfriend and father that he is. Did you see that?
4: Yeah, I mean cuz they started is that when they were starting to talk about how her friend Megan yeah um is pre- becomes pregnant and then he just makes some snide remark and kind of laughs about it and like who's the guy. Yeah. And you know, she's like, "Oh, it's her boyfriend, you know?" Yeah. But it just kind of seems like, you know, he thinks that all teen dads are supposed to be the same and they're supposed to run away. And I did not like his comment because when it comes down to it, you know, you you should step up you know, step up and be a dad. And I just didn't yeah. like that. He kind of joked around with it and was kind of like, oh, he'll probably do the same thing as me as if it was okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, he didn't.
1: Exactly, exactly. Adam's a hot mess. No, and I, I didn't like what he had to say either, but I was a little disappointed in Chelsea, and I think maybe it's been going on the whole time, and I, just ha- I didn't really notice it until this exchange between them, is that here she is wanting him to be around all the time, but then when he comes into the room, she says, you know, about the whole Megan situation, she said, well, at least she has at least she has a good boyfriend. And then he, she kind of, you know, looks at him sideways as if she's saying. And so I'm. what I'm really saying is that you're not a good one. That's number one. And then she says later something like, um, well, at least he's there for her, helping her or something like that. And then, you know, she kind of grits her teeth and braces for him to react, which he doesn't react because he's. He's kind of in that, like you said, like I, it doesn't care either way mode. Um, but my disappointment with her was that, OK, look, girl, if you are trying to keep this dude around, uh, you got to I mean, and, and really, she shouldn't be. Obviously, the guy doesn't want to be there. He's. But if you want to, it's not going to help your case by telling him as soon as he comes in the house, telling him you're a bad boyfriend and you're a bad girlfriend help to me and you you know, you know,
4: I mean, it's the same. that girls do, they do side comments, <laughs> they do little remarks, just to do little chats. It's not, I'm not saying it's okay, but I mean, it is the truth. And, it you is. Know, but I mean, he is there enough to help take care as much as he can. But I mean, I'm just hopefully, I hope that he does not, well, we'll get to that in a little bit, but I'm glad she's moving and she's kind of getting out of that place where it's like bad negative energy. Um, and she's moving on to a, a new apartment, which, daddy is definitely paying for and
1: you're saying that you're talking about that place because that's where they had all their knockdown dragouts. drag their outs fight. yeah
2: mm-hmm. okay
1: okay okay well so yes uh uh then maybe it's a, a good thing that happened but we've got some technical difficulties here
4: um oh my god Phil! Hello. hold
1: on star fill in's coming Fillin is coming out of the booth what did you do? he's here don't hurt me what did you do? <laughs> there we go.
5: Makes- well, I'll
4: just go on to say that um, go ahead, I I'm, just, I'm glad that she... Are we ready?
2: Okay, yeah, yeah, we're I'm ready. Glad
4: she's, so she basically is, in this episode, she's also moving on and out of the house, the house that she's currently renting that um, owners are selling. Correct. So that happens on a little later on in the show. Correct. Uh, but Dad makes it very clear that he wants to keep it under $700. He does not want a roommate living with her. Oh, wait, Adam. wait, wait,
1: wait. He can. She can have somebody living with her. It just can't be Adam.
4: It just cannot be Adam. Right. But um, Chelsea makes a good point. She brings Adam around, which brings drama with other roommates. So it's best that she doesn't have a roommate either. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of like the place that she gets, and I like that dad, kind of gives her a limit. But is, I mean, really, is your dad paying for everything, and you still haven't gotten your GED or even a part-time job? I'm just, I was so disturbed.
1: Yeah, she's she's got a lot to do, and uh, you know, spending time trying to make it work with Adam, I think, is just a waste of her time. She just needs to forget about him and move on. Um, I. I wasn't comfortable though. Like yeah, I'm it's great that dad helps. It's I mean it's it's unbelievably awesome that dad is saying, look, I'm going to pay your rent. You know, I'm going to pay for everything is what he's doing. Um but at the same time, it's like I I always I'm not I'm always not comfortable with the whole thing like a parent thinking that well if I'm paying for your rent then I get to decide who you're going to date or I get to decide you know you know what that's not what that money gives you you know you can you can wish and hope and and advise and and try to get your daughter or or son to do what you know is in their best interest and you know from experience as the parent et cetera. but I don't I'm just not comfortable with him, it's because it, really it's technically like extortion, right? You're 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 saying, okay, you need this, but you can only have this if I have this, and to me, well, you'll...
4: It's parenting is a little backwards because if he should be, she is now eighteen, yeah. she should be getting a little weaned off of daddy's credit cards and money. <clears throat> right. She, it should be an ultimatum, you know, when it comes down to it. If you have three months to finish your GED or you're going to have to move out and move back in with me, or mom because I'm not going to be paying extra money for you to just be living the life and getting your hair done all the time. Right. It really needs to come down to, there needs to be some ultimatums coming up, and it needs to not be about Adam. It needs to be about helping her get her life together so she'll realize that there's other guys out there in the world. Because if she's in school or getting a GED or in hair classes, she's going to meet different people, and it's yes. going to be the right people who she needs to meet. Yes, point yes. Blank.
1: Do we know why she isn't just staying with mom or dad? Is there a reason that was told?
4: Um, I think she just likes her own responsibility. I'm not really sure
1: there. Oh, my God. But that must be nice. You've got it.
4: Yeah, it must be nice.
1: Right. So, um, okay, so uh, an interesting uh, point I noticed also was uh, she goes and she finds, you know, one apartment uh, or whatever it is, townhome, uh, on the Internet that she – the only one she likes. She calls on that one, gets an appointment, goes in, and something that doesn't ever happen in California – happened there exactly (laughs) they walk in they say oh i like it i'll take it and then they sign the lease and the dude says here's the keys you can move in today (laughs) like yo you're gonna you're gonna check their credit you're gonna do i mean you're gonna just, just believe in them word of mouth like yeah i got a job i make enough money i'll pay yeah Right. You... I
4: mean, I, honestly, I think, I mean, it is an TV show, and they had to produce it a little bit, but they kind of messed up on maybe the continuity there, yeah. because where is the credit check? Where is the 24 <laughs> hours? We'll get back to you. We'll get the keys to you tomorrow, kind of a situation. That did, It was very, very alarming, I have to say. I was definitely cracking up, and I wanted to make that point, too.
1: Okay, good. I'm glad you noticed it, because they kept flashing to the leasing agent there, and he had this weird, crooked smile on his face, you know, while they were talking back and forth and when she said can i move in tomorrow i'm thinking no girl you can't move in the next day that's too soon (laughs) (laughs) he said "It's keys you can move in today if you want to (laughs) Uh, i thought okay yeah they they must just either they're desperate to you know fill the vacancies or that's just the way it is in these other states i guess
4: yeah Um, no i doubt it i I think mtv was produced a little bit ahead of time and Kind
1: of got her the apartment if she was gonna like it. So. Yeah, exactly. So, and the the other, I think, sort of the main thing that happened after that was then there's moving day, and she calls Adam, and she really calls him. I think with unfair expectations, not unfair to Adam, but unfair to almost to herself because what are you really thinking that this guy's gonna do that he hasn't? He's already, you know, he's already shown you a pattern uh, for three years. He doesn't really care about your requests. Any little thing he'll allow to get in the way. So she said, Can you help me move on a Saturday? He said, I don't know. I might have to work or I have to work. I can't promise anything. And she's just, you know, shocking, shockingly to me, she's like surprised that he had that, you know, and she's like, Come on, I need your help. So.
4: Well, it's not like she had the best notice when it came down to it. If she did move the next day and she's saying, Hey, can you get up out of bed after you work? A forty-hour week and things like that. I mean, it was kind of a lot to ask of her, ask of him to just get up and do it. But it is baby daddy. It, it is baby daddy.
1: Her, yes, thank you. It is supposed to
4: be her sort of boyfriend. He needed to come to the house with a better attitude. It was kind of strange that Dad up and left and didn't like even like maybe then work together in, into moving the heavy stuff into the house. Yeah. He was up and left. Yeah, you he know? said this. I, I did yeah. like that. Dad needs to get over and be a man.
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing. This whole situation with the dad and Adam, it's really extreme. I mean, for him to be, you know, here he is, he sees his daughter, uh, she's, the baby's with the grandma. And so it's just the dad and the daughter moving. And all of a sudden, Adam shows up. And I guess, you know, she believes, uh, Chelsea believes that Adam is there to help her move because that's what she asked him to do. And that hopefully he's bringing friends. So it's okay if dad goes, I'm not going to be left alone. Well, there you go. Here comes Adam who's Superman of leaving her alone. Comes in. I mean, look, I've been tired before. I've had to stay up all night for work before. But if, you know, if my baby mama or the girlfriend, especially if it's my girlfriend at the time, yo, I just push through it. You just got to help. I mean, she's got to move. What are you going to do? Make her move herself? That's what he did. I couldn't believe it.
4: Yeah, He didn't step up. That's That's it was kind of I – didn't, I didn't think he was going to up and leave, but as the time went on and she was kind of like just seeing that he wasn't going to be much of help to her. So she was like, just leave then. Like, you know, thanks but no thanks. I'm sure she called Dad after that. They didn't show on that. I'm sure Dad turned around and came back to help her because Dad's an enabler and he yeah. continues to help her.
1: Okay, yeah. I Yeah, that makes sense that that she would get some help at least and call her dad and that he would he would do it. I mean, I don't know how far away – everything is from how far away they are from each other. But, um, but yeah, and that was the scene where I really felt, I looked at Adam and I thought, you know what? I see what the problem is. This dude doesn't even like this girl. He does not, he's not interested in being near her, in her life. He really isn't. He, but he's not a total like worthless, you know, person that will just abandon everything. I think, you know, his, some instincts of being a father and having this sort of bond with Chelsea keeps him in the, in, in the mix a little bit. But it's, you can see the pain on his face. He did not want to be there. He was holding his eyes closed. You know, He was claiming tired, but I don't think so. I don't buy it. I think he was just overwhelmed with, I don't want to be here, ism.
4: <clears throat> well, speaking of baby daddies that uh, doesn't like to help or even talk or anything, Yes, Corey. I thought about Corey and Leah. Okay. I I saw a lot going on with them this episode. You know, Corey just was very into himself and not talking a lot and didn't want to talk about anything that had to do with the babies at all. I think he's over talking about babies. Yes he wants to have an adult conversation.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. He and and I think he is I mean, he's always been a non talker, right? He's I mean, you know, to the point where when he does mumble something out, they give him they've got subtitles. So
4: every time right,
1: so he is just not that dude that wants to come home and talk about his day. I mean, if you look, she's having both sides of the conversation when they talk, she does both sides of it she'll she'll say her question and answer her question, and she'll say <laughs> she'll say, uh you know, I really think this is is like this it's, you know I kind of feel like this, but then I feel like this, yeah, that's how I feel you know she'll do both sides, and he's sitting there nodding and looking and you know they're just not connecting. I mean, we know they're not together. Later, they're divorced now and all that. But I'm just looking at it now, thinking, yeah. You know what? There's nothing really between those two. Uh, that's yeah, that's no like good connection. there's not. I mean, they they love their kids, and that's beautiful to see. It's she's, it's so beautiful to see how much she loves her daughters. But you can just see that they are not. She's trying, but I don't think he had either. He doesn't have the capacity, or they just don't mix that well. But yeah, he... yeah,
4: I mean, it was it was kind of cool this episode that maybe Allie, she got to see the physical therapist um, and then she suggested that they would wear um, braces um, to help her stand and walk. Um, yeah. And that was they were excited about that great news. Um, but then when they went to the geneticist, yeah. um, it just it wasn't. The news that they wanted because they had to wait four weeks, which is the waiting game, is the worst, especially when you're waiting for good or bad news, and yes. they are automatically thinking bad. Yes. Um, and then they couldn't even say the disease that the poor child was getting, so that had to be a shock. Cause they had to Google it and just. Yep. Poor Leah. <clears throat> she she takes it to heart really 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 bad.
1: So. Yeah, especially because what she got to see when she Googled it was first the explanation of the. Campo Melic Dysplasia, because I wrote it down. I saw I saw it on the, yeah. on their Google search. Um, the explanation of it was horrible enough, and then it then it showed images of uh, victims of that disorder, which I'm sure I didn't I didn't go look it up because, to be honest, the thought of that little baby having you know short legs and short arms and uh, not properly developed skeleton was just I was feeling so bad for everybody involved and scared too. And so yeah. I, I haven't looked it up, but the pictures is what really got to her. And she had to, you know, close the uh, the, the window and then and then get up and go back to the table. Um, but, yeah, the they have been going through all this, right, ups and downs. Previously, they got good news, okay, the optic nerve, because they thought it was just her eye. The optic nerve is underdeveloped, but the other one is healthy. And there's nothing wrong with her brain. Good news. But we want to refer you to a geneticist. And then she said the geneticist, uh, Leah did, said that the geneticist seemed much more concerned than she thought she would would be. And so they said, we'll take blood and get back to you in four weeks. Now, why, why did the blood test take four weeks? I mean, is there any blood test take four weeks or do we just assume that they're backlogged or something like that?
4: <laughs> Good question. Probably backlogged. We'll go with that.
1: Okay, because, I mean, I don't know <laughs> if, you know, testing blood for genetic disorders is – you know, more difficult than other stuff, but four weeks seemed like a long time. Um,
4: yeah, and then the four weeks <laughs> seems pretty long for them. But when when she finally, you know, then later on they show in the episode that baby Allie does end up standing. But what was alarming to me is that she's standing on her heels and her feet are like completely... Almost at her shin. Yeah, it's very. That's that's a skeletal thing that has to be going on there. It is. Um, but hopefully the braces will definitely fix that. So we'll have to just kind of wait and see on that one.
1: Yeah, there were there was a couple of uh, sort of themes I saw with regard to you know them dealing with their family, uh, uh, talking about Ali, <clears throat> and again. We're talking only about Ali, right? Aaliyah, because she's healthy, just gets no attention. Just gets no No. attention. We never talk about Aaliyah. She she gets her name flashed up on the screen. So I'm just I'm I wonder how that kind of affects families and the development of the kids. I mean, now you've got twins, so it's going to be really clear to the twins that okay, this one's getting more attention because she's different than me. Because we, it's not like she one's older and one's younger and. You know, a boy and a girl or, <clears throat> or whatever, different daddies or whatever. No, she's more attention just because she is afflicted. Uh, but anyway, so we're talking about uh, Ali all this time. And the the theme that I saw was there was really a good, healthy sort of attitude towards whatever she's got, it doesn't change who she is doesn't change the fact that we love her if she needs braces she's going to be our daughter with braces on her feet if she needs yeah. th- glasses she's going to be our cute daughter with glasses on her face um I've, i you know as difficult as it is, I was just really glad to see the family was so supportive. I, I was really impressed with what the dad had to say, uh, uh, Corey's dad, and then Leah's mom, and then telling her, you know, little stories about, hey, you know what, I had to do the same thing. I'm giving Cheetos on the table to make her make her stand up and reach for them. And I had to do the same thing for you when you were little. Um, so I, I just, I, I really liked the fact that there was no shame. Whatever she needs, she needs. And she's still a daughter. And and the support, the really good, healthy support they got from the family
4: was good. Cut, cut. Yeah, before we, Go
1: ahead.
4: before we move on, I see that Southern Siren actually tweeted after Buzz talking about Leah since we're on her. Hopefully she's not pregnant with um, another child again. Oh, she, sure. We'll get into it. We'll, yep,
1: yeah, we will. I I'm have,
4: sure we'll get into it a little later. Uh, so we... We see that you're tweeting and we love that you're tweeting and we'll talk about it because it might not be just one child. She might be having – we'll talk about it in a second. Yeah,
1: I've got the the news and gossip too, but please, uh, Star, of course, add whatever it is that you know too. But I've got something here for it when we get to news and gossip. Okay. All Um, right, we'll move on. Okay, moving on. So uh, now let's go ahead and talk about Kaylin and then we'll save Janelle for last. So – uh Kaylin, this one is about the the period of time of Isaac's birthday, right? Yeah,
4: and, and baby she, Isaac. He's so cute. This yeah. big
1: old head. Yeah, Yep. And uh she goes to Joe and says, you know, can I get him this weekend so I can, you know, on Saturday so I can give him a birthday party? And Joe objects to her having him the whole day. Says, well, you know what? I'll give him to you for a few hours, but I only get him a couple days, so I need my time. Which is, I think, a very, very valid... Position for Joe to take, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Um, yes, in a very grown up way to even speak about it. They spoke spoke like grown ups to each other. There wasn't a big argument.
1: Yep. Which which it was
4: a yes or no question, and she got a and she got half day. So she has she has to be thankful for that.
1: Yeah, exactly. She and and she was she was thankful for it. Um, and I and you know one of the things we love about Kaylin is that she really sort of. uh Shows a lot of maturity in a lot of things she does. I mean, you know, she's she's the most mature one out of all of them, obviously. But you're right. In their communication, you know what? It's tough to get a no and say, okay, that's, you know, it's your prerogative. You know, if you don't want to get the no. And then for her to do it and not make a big deal and just go on out, that's actually really mature, pretty healthy. It's a good way to take it. So uh, they have the party, right? And there's her cousin's. Which I was very curious to see, to know how old those cousins were, who had babies that were just, what, a little bit older than Isaac? Yes. Um, how old do you think those cousins were?
4: They they were way older than her. They, they were in their 20s, 30s, 20s, 30s. They okay. were older.
1: Okay. So, so I'm they, guessing. This is my guess. Right. So but now so now you've got these these cousins that, you know, these are older and they sort of they probably did things a little differently. Right. Because their babies are close age. But they did it sort of at a a more uh, or a, a better. Age. Yeah. Better time in their life. And so here they are. And they completely now I haven't seen them before, you know, before this episode. But they look like they are really good support for her. Like, they're ready to, they've got her back. They can't wait for this so-called boyfriend to come in so they can hit him with the 20 questions. Um, And she's like, you you know, and she knows it. Kaylee knows it. She's like, are you guys going to grill the dude? And they're like, yes, we are. Of course we are. In front of you, you know. So, anyway, they have the birthday party. Um, But when she goes to pick up Isaac, what does she notice when she goes to pick him up?
4: Joe's not there.
1: That Joe's not there. The whole reason that he wouldn't let her is because he said he wanted to have his son spend time with him. Now, she said he was in the studio. Uh, Did you catch that? Did you remember that she said that?
4: Yeah. What does that That mean? That was when they were returning the kids.
1: That was the returning one?
4: I don't... Yeah. I mean, okay, honestly, there was a little clip of Joe changing... Um, baby Isaac's diaper in the morning. So, mm. you know, Joe was there, and he did the dad thing. He changed the diaper, got the baby ready for the day. And then, yeah, I remember okay that. that you need to step out, especially if the baby's going to be gone all day. So, yep. it's fine. Yes, I understand it. But if he's gone like that all the time, then it's the consistency needs to be there. He needs to be there with baby Isaac. Yeah. So, you know, it was a little crazy when they returned baby Isaac home. We were fast-forwarding a little bit, and he still wasn't there. So, that's just, that is a big concern for for me if I was a mother.
1: But what's the when when they said he's in the studio? Do we know what he does? Is he a some kind of performer? Does he is he a technician in a studio? Do we know?
4: <laughs> he's probably trying to be a rapper, but I will definitely Fun. look that up.
1: Okay, well, the, and the reason why I'm curious is because it was a Saturday, right? And it was a Saturday at noon. So oh,
4: he's a rapper. He's deb- he's debuting a rap video.
1: Is that right?
4: Ooh,
1: good Gotta to be know. in the studio yeah. on Saturday. Okay, all right. Joe the rapper. What does he does he have a, a name other than Joe, or is he Joe the rapper?
4: I don't know, but <laughs> he definitely has a a video. Maybe we'll talk about it a little bit in, a little later when it comes to okay. news and gossip.
1: Okay. Okay. I'll save that then. Okay, bring that in. So um, so they have the party. Party goes off well. The boyfriend comes in, and. You know, we didn't see much. I, probably nothing much happened. He met him. You know, he's he's a pretty quiet dude, anyway.
4: Uh, no, just, Joe's a good guy. There's not much that you can do when it comes to grilling him. You know, he's honest. He's a kid. He didn't have the baby, but he supports her. Yeah, right,
1: know? right, right. No, no, no. He, he's not. What's his name? His name is not Joe. His name is uh, No. His na- I'm
4: sorry. Jordan. Jordan. His name is
1: Jordan. Yeah, and Jordan bought the baby little Air Jordan sneakers, which that was cool. That you know, it's kind of weird that they're that he has the matching ones. Like, okay, it's your girlfriend's son. No, it's son, cute. But...
4: I like it. <laughs> uh, no, nah, you they know what?
1: Let, let the shoes match the daddy. Don't let them let match the boyfriend, but whatever. That's just, you know. <laughs> um, so then so this.
4: Let's to... Okay, go ahead.
1: A scary thing happens because on one of the rides back from Joe's house with Isaac, she crashes her car. Totaled it. Yeah.
4: She totaled her car, which my question is, does she not have insurance? Or if you're in fault, you don't get the insurance claim for the car. Because what is the deal with only her getting $350 for that car?
1: Right, right. Well, and which obviously didn't come from the insurance company. It came from the scrapyard that came and picked up her vehicle. But, yes, in a situation – so I, I don't know if every single state requires liability, but, of course, California does. We know that. Um but if a state requires liability, so in California, you could have insurance coverage that covers only the damage you do to another vehicle, and it doesn't cover your vehicle at all. So that that that's very easy to be the case. If you own your car outright, you don't the bank. There's no lien on it. No, you're not making payments to anybody. Then you don't. You're not obligated to protect your own vehicle if you don't want to. So oh, got it. So
4: that's yeah. probably what, because she owned that car, she right? Wasn't making payments,
1: right? And that yeah, I
4: mean,
1: it. yeah. And if she would. If she if she didn't own it, she wouldn't have been able to sell it to a salvage yard because the insurance company would have taken that that heap back. They don't they don't let anything go if they own it. So um,
4: yeah, it was just sad, you know. She was only she only got three fifty for the car.
1: Yeah, um,
4: it sat in the junkyard. Did she have to pay for that too? On top of the three fifty, probably. Um, and you know, it was just it, it kind of worked out that she had a friend that worked for you and her dad worked for a youth car salesman. Um. But she got into a new car, a two door car, which was, I was proud of her. I was stressed for her. I was so stressed uh, for her,
1: concerned. too. <laughs> I mean, remember when she was sitting there calling, and on the third call or, or, or about the third call, when she got the news that, God, you know, I'll give you 200, I'll give you 100 bucks for it, whatever, she just broke down and was crying. And she's one that stays strong through all this stuff a lot, you know, a lot of the times. Uh, and to see her break down like that, yeah, it was stressful. I'm like, you know what? Wow, here is a real-world example of an you know, extremely difficult situation that is probably more common than we think. But you know, she's, it's not like she was starving or whatever, but you know, she was in a situation where she wanted to help herself and she couldn't. She needed yeah. something that she couldn't fix on her own. She, you know, she was dependent on these other agencies to give her the the money, but um, yeah, there was the whole thing with the towing and the storage fees, and that was going to offset the uh, four hundred bucks that that one place was, or no, sorry, the two hundred bucks that one place was going to offer. So I didn't really understand because you know, in the beginning, she was thinking, okay, I've got to pay one hundred and forty bucks for the tow that already happened, and I got to pay forty bucks a day for the car to be just sitting where it is. And so, I thought that the 350 part of that 350 was going to have to go to that. But she gave the whole 350 to as down payment for the other thing. Um,
4: yeah, and now she's going to have payments on her two door car, which looks so difficult. Why would you choose a two door car when you have a baby? But she'll she'll realize how annoying that is. Yeah, sliding the seat, sliding yeah. the baby in and out, but you know at least she had something to get her to and from so yeah, I'm he, really happy about that yep. and I'm glad Jordan was there to help her
1: Yeah, he originally the 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 uh the dad or the the friend dad who owned the car lot originally offered her a four door we didn't hear the price of that so i'm guessing that the price because this car was like 2200 bucks and change uh out the door so you know that might have been the deciding factor was the price who knows i don't know why she, you know I, i'm with you though two door putting that baby in and out. It's going to get old real fast.
4: Yeah. Well, I know we're running well on time, so we need to hop on over to Janelle.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Well, well, wait, let's, a- let's finish one thing with Kaylin and that is that Go she ahead. did a very mature thing. Um, although I think she should have talked to Joe first. Uh, I think she. Oh yeah, I'm skipping the best part.
4: I'm so sorry. No,
1: that's okay. Best part, and 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 by the way, if we go over, don't worry. Fill in. We'll let us go over on time, and we don't have what's it called uh, a real world coming in after us. And unless you got to go, star. Which if you have to go, that's fine. You know, you got to go. You got to go. But anyway, we're not. So we're good on time. So uh, she files for child support first. She talks to her friend and her boyfriend about if she should do it. They support her. They say, Yeah, you should. By the way, I think she should get child support, 100% in favor of that. Although I think she she should have tried to talk to him about it first. Um, but then again, he, after hearing his reaction, she probably knew what he was going to be, how he was going to be about it, and that it wasn't going to, you know, amount to anything. So she may have just yeah,
4: Kaylin I mean, made a great choice by talking to her friend. Uh-huh. You know. Um, but she did go about it the wrong way, I would have to say. She definitely should have maybe spoken to him first.
1: Yeah, just giving him an opportunity to say, oh, okay, you know what, let's go ahead and put it in the calculator. There's a calculator called the Dissomaster that will take your the amount of time that the baby is with each parent, the amount of money they make, and it calculates the, the, the court standard for the the amount of the child support. And so if they could have done that and agreed, it would have been much better to keep it out of the courts. But, yeah, so at least give him a chance but I don't think he would have uh, would have agreed at all.
4: I agree, and you know, he he made a jab as like if you can't take care of yourself, and how you, then maybe you shouldn't have moved out of here. I don't know where he was going with that comment, but when it comes down to it, like she is taking care of her and and the baby, and diapers are expensive. I'm sure he's going in of like twelve diapers a day. So yeah. maybe even if, she, if he was giving her food, and she worried about diapers or. There could be, there could have been a way to work it out without the court, but I think it is safe to say that the court would be the best way for them.
1: Right. I mean, there are some situations where, um, see, with the court paperwork, you you at least have a recourse uh, to go and get money. Because if he were to stop paying, um, like, say, they had an agreement. And you know just said, "Okay, I'll give you whatever I'll give you three four hundred dollars a month, and then he's doing it and then one day they get in a fight and he says, "Well, then if you're not going to do this, I'm not going to pay If you don't have court documents on record, you can't go back and get that money you can you can then take them to court, but you can only uh get um a child support in arrears starting from when you filed the paperwork so it's a way it's a, it is a good way to protect herself. Um, if he decides to not pay or stop paying, but I wanted to say that he really, really said something that is wrong. Um, he didn't say if you can't afford to support yourself, you can't take care of a child, then you should have moved out. He said, then if you can't do it, then I should just have my son because I can, and that's not the correct. Uh, that's not that's not how the court looks at it, it's, and it's not. I don't agree with that at all. Um, the baby doesn't go with who's got the most money.
0: You want
1: to buzz <laughs> <it>. <laughs> the, the baby should be with each parent as close to equal time as possible. And then what you what you avoid is, or what the courts try to do is, they try to balance the amount of support that the amount of money that's available to the child in each household. So they almost, and if, if spousal support's involved, it's even worse. But they almost take they almost take half of the money. They they'll take a big chunk of the money so that you don't have one person living in a mansion with the baby and all the toys that the baby could ever want and another person living in a shack that's cold and no toys right because then Perfect. a ch- a child is going to gravitate and want to be where things are nicer uh and and then they've got this weird imbalance in their their you know their upbringing too but um yeah so i don't think it was fair what he said it wasn't it, it didn't have his Child's best interest in mind because that's the child's mother, and so you don't you can't just love a child and then tell them oh but I I hate your mama, you know it just doesn't work. The child will, is gonna grow up and then eventually realize that. So, um, yeah. So so as far as Caitlin goes, that was the end of that was the end of her thing. It ended on the child support issue. Yeah. So we're
4: gonna have to wait and see yeah. where that goes.
1: Okay. So now Janelle.
4: Who's Janelle? She's a hot mess.
1: Oh man, she was a wreck. More of a wreck than I have ever seen her. She was a wreck this episode.
4: Yeah, I mean, it opened up with her getting a text message from Keeper saying that he was released from jail, and her his cousin um, set bail for him. Yeah. And she, her face lit up. She was ecstatic, yeah. and the first thing she was doing was ready to do was go see him. Yep. She did a grown-up thing by saying, Mom, this is what's going on. I want to go see Kiefer. He's out of jail. Mom
1: was a hot mess and was like, why do you want
4: to go see him? Right. <laughs> but, 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 but,
1: but to be fair, the mom, I was surprised. Her her response was sort of, you know, different than what we would normally expect, right? It was almost, Very true. Yeah, it was almost like she was like, okay, well, you know what? I'm not going to react. I'm not going to make a big deal about this. You go and you see him, but you know, be smart about it. Be smart about it. This isn't your first run with this guy, and so let's just let's just see what happens. And right. I was I was like, okay, that was actually some support. And she, the mom, was by no means saying, "Hey, go, you know, be happy with Kiefer." She was just telling her she realized that the daughter really wanted this. She's like, okay, if you're gonna do it, be smart about it, and uh,
4: yeah,
1: you know. Well, so
4: she was smart about it. They they left. They met up. They were in some kind of diner or some sort. Yep, eating nothing or drinking anything. Yeah, um, <laughs> because they're broke. Right. But um, you know, they had like a real conversation. He made up a great point. I guess he was in there thinking that they were both raised to scream to talk yeah. about issues yeah. instead of talking about them. <clears throat> so I was really like, wow, Keeper learned something in jail. He's running around. He wants to make good decisions with his girlfriend and be
1: able to talk things out. But didn't he, in the beginning of that conversation, didn't he do his little uh, not take responsibility for the violence that occurred again? Didn't he say uh, something? Yes. You know, that, I'm just like, okay, dude, you're a guy that's a girl. She's like half your size. If you put your hands on her at all, you, then you're in the wrong. You know, you, you know that's it. And so, I've, you know, the whole time, He's they they've had a chance to talk about it. He's really like sort of shirked the responsibility or the reality of of what took place. I mean, unless it was something, I don't know. Unless it was totally not anything violent at all. Where, I, but it seems clear that he put his hands on her, and and that something went down.
4: Yeah, I mean, she she brushed it off, but yeah, they were having a grown up conversation. So I have to blot him for one thing because. Most of the time, it's just a hot mess. I have nothing nice to say.
1: So. Yep, they did, and they—they uh, <laughs> they were clearly—they love each other. They—they they kissed. I love you. I love you too. Um, and I'm like. Man, this is going to be a tough one because
4: Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. <laughs> uh,
1: I did I was I, at that point I was stressed cuz I was thinking, "Okay, I mean, I guess." And then next thing you know, he's at the house with the baby, the mom, the 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 grandma is like, "Yeah, Kiefer can come over and play with uh with Chase, uh Jace, and you guys can have a good time here." And it was going okay for a while.
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, we got another tweet from Southern Siren, and she said, I can't believe Janelle let that trash Kiefer anywhere near Jace. And I completely agree with her. You know, when it comes down to it, you don't want that kind of a role model for your son at all. Even if he's playing with him and having fun and they're taking cute pictures, it's just, no, not the best role model. You do not want that around your child. Yeah, well, yeah. She doesn't make the best choices.
1: No, she really, at this point, when Janelle experiences, and we see it a couple times in this episode, experiences, uh, you know, a certain type of emotion or certain level of emotion. All other decision-making skills go out the window. The emotion is in charge of her decisions. Um, So, yeah, I mean, she just was so miserable while Kiefer was in jail and she just built that up until he finally came out. And then she's like, I love you. I want to be with you. I don't care about the past. I just want to not fight and be happy and everything. You can come to my house. You can play with my kid. You can do whatever you want to do. And let's be happy. And so uh, then just, I guess, one random day, she gets a text. Now, she's text from this ex-boyfriend that she was talking to and hung out with one day while he was in jail. And was it this period, this stint in jail? Because he was in jail before, I think. But th- this time Do you They know? weren't
4: clear about it, you okay. know? They weren't clear, but I'm gonna say it's this time, just to keep it relevant and recent. But I was like, Why is she I would if I saw a text, I would just ignore it, especially if it was someone. But I shouldn't be texting in front of someone else. Yeah, and I would yeah. Get back to them later.
1: I was really thinking the same thing. I'm thinking, okay, why is this text all in Kiefer's face? Why is he all aware of this text? Um, wh- why is this? Is this dude did it really? Was it really a coincidence that the dude texted at that moment while they're hanging out? I mean, or are they? Or, or are they been together just twenty four seven? And so then, anytime the dude texts. I mean, and how long has it been since she communicated with this ex-guy last? I, I had a lot of questions, but I'm with you. Why is he in a situation where he's looking at the phone and saying, can I see that? And he No, lo-
4: I mean, and she was smirking while texting and even responding back. And, uh, like, it, just, it was just a little tacky. And she started, and this was her starting problem. She, yes. She claims it's all him, but it's both of them. And that was definitely on her fault.
1: Okay, so then my question to you is, why would she do that? What what is her? Did did, did he? You know, uh, did she? It's a girl she,
4: thing. She wanted him to be jealous. She wanted her to be loved and missed and all that. I, I really don't think that that's who she wants. I think she it is keeper. And she can see later in the episode, she's completely devastated that he doesn't answer her phone call. She's running after cars, crying like a hot mess. She won't even get out of bed to watch Jace after she cries every episode for her mom to let her watch Jace. I mean, if a guy can make you not watch your own child, then really you must be madly in love with him, even if he's in a hot mess.
1: Oh, man, I can't believe that you said that if he can do that, he's madly in love. See, I don't think so. I think that that's just a situation where she is young, and she's experiencing and feeling feelings that she hasn't before. Okay, like she, Mm -hmm. you know, she's never felt that, that, because when she was laying in the bed, that was... Like clinical depression. She's depressed where she's saying, leave me alone to her mom. Her mom is saying, I need you to watch your own child for 10 minutes so I can go pay a bill before they cut off some stuff. And so, you know, she wasn't hearing nothing. All she wanted was to be left alone. Again, she experiences a certain feeling or whatever, and that feeling is completely in charge. And she just lets that feeling be in charge of her decisions, doesn't hear anything else. Uh, She doesn't want him out of her life. So he's walking out the door. She doesn't think about anything to the point where she's running after the car, putting her hand in a door that's closing. Children don't even do that. So, you know, and then she, this, her hand is hurt and she's yelling, tell him, <laughs> he's, he's, he, did you see him leading away? Like he said, get away from me. He was, he was
4: a little scared. He was like, oh no, she <laughs> he was didn't. was
1: scared. She, <laughs> this woman is crazy. She's been ready to hurt me. And. She was like, she was like, why won't you talk to me? He said, what for? Leave me alone. Go away. <laughs> and I mean, it's not, I guess it's not funny, but it was funny that Kiefer, the big dude. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, big dude that Kiefer is was like, you know, he was leaning back. Um, but she said, the reason why I want you to talk to me is because I love you. Again, a wreck, as you say, a hot mess. <laughs> um, And so what What happened? He got He got out of the car and went and talked to her anyway. I don't even remember, did they, and then...
4: Yeah, he got out of the car and he was like, pull up to her driveway, Yeah, let me just talk to her. And she's like, well, do you really not want to be with me? Kiefer responds that, you know, I don't want to be with you right now. I don't like that you were doing what you were doing. Yeah. And she's like, well, why? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, it, it's over. And she's like, okay. And she heads back towards her car, which I have to say, oh, she has right. the same exact car as me. Okay. She got a new car that episode too. Yeah, the Jetta. Yeah, but uh, and then he heads off with his uh, friend or cousin or whoever came and picked him up. So. Okay,
1: I'm gonna tell you why she why I think she went to her car and and but they would be able to show this on her uh, on on the show. I don't think they would, but remember she had been stressed out and laying in her bed and saying and she said I really want to smoke. And uh, oh yeah, if I remember right, the car is her place where she would go to do it. Um. So my my thought is that if she didn't actually smoke, that was like a struggle for her. Where that she went to that place where she know that she could go get high, smoke, whatever, and as, you know as as a re, a response or a way to cope with the feelings she was going through, right there. That's what it was in my yeah, mind when she went to the car.
4: Yeah, we completely skipped over to the fact that they had court, um, and they were supposed to be showing in, up into court because they had three um things up against them I can't think of the words um
1: oh yeah three charges yeah to
4: court for court day um court is canceled i'm guessing cuz of bad weather it looks like it was snowing and things like that
2: yeah
4: but you know they were very aware that they were really excited that court was canceled cuz that kind of gave them a chance to lay off the drugs a little bit and maybe yes. be sober by the time court really does come in a session
2: exactly. so it would
4: really be sad if she jeopardized herself and got into her cute little jetta and uh You know,
1: we don't we don't know that. Yeah, no, we don't know. That's just because the mom wasn't home when they were having that fight. And so my thought was, why didn't she run back into her house? You know, um, maybe I mean, who knows? But maybe she was thinking she would follow the car again, even after she said, okay. Um, I don't know. But that was my thought was why she went into the car. Uh yeah, she was looking at 240 days of prison time, but because she was a first offender, no convictions or whatever, the the lawyer said probably, you know, you'll do community service, but Kiefer is not a first timer and, you know, his his situation looked much more dire. Um and yeah, they were glad that they get to stay try to stay drug-free for the 2 months uh that they could do, do the drug test. So, yeah. That was it. I think, Phil, we're we're gonna be we're ready for to move it to news and gossip or commercial. First, I think is what we're gonna do. After here.
0: Buzz TV.
3: Hi. I was once like you, a lazy angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds
1: Okay, I'm going to go, uh, and you, you you might have something to add on to this star, but I'm going to go read what I have uh, from, let's see, the first one is going to be from Daily Mail. Okay, so apparently Leah, who is engaged to a new guy, and I have a picture of him here. I don't even know. Oh, Jeremy Calvert is his name. Can I show the picture, Phil? Yeah, there you go. Yep, there you go. Okay, so there's a picture of uh, Leah and Jeremy Calvert. Mm-hmm. dude he uh, he doesn't seem too interested nah he looks like he's too cool for the camera but um I don't know I don't remember you know I guess he's about the same height as Corey and uh hey, hey there he is jeremy calvert what are you gonna do okay so she found out last week uh, an insider told this magazine your two is pregnant um, she thinks the babies will help her get her own spin-off show. So apparently, this, the magazine article is basically claiming that she wants to be the next Kate Goslin, and apparently guests have more and more babies. Now, the first articles didn't realize just that she was pregnant, um, but this other one from Mail Online says, Teen Mom 2's Leah Messer is pregnant with twins for the second time, uh, it has been claimed. The 19-year-old, who already has two twin girls with ex-husband Corey Sims, made the discovery last week, according to InTouch magazine.
4: Yeah, I mean, the couple supposedly got engaged over the holiday season. Um, she was reported to be pregnant. Now it's coming out that she may be pregnant with two kids. I don't think it's actually completely confirmed, but if she already has twins, and I don't know if she has twins in her family, she might, her body might be able to just produce twins over and over and over again. Um, wow. so it's kind of shocking. Um, but I mean, the whole cake off twist, that definitely has to be a twist from them. Tabloids. I don't see her saying that or thinking that. But maybe she would love to have her own show. But I don't see her on the show being like, "I want the fame." So, yeah, yeah, she, I don't know. yeah, it's a little interesting.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, um, uh, the other the other thing I heard, and uh, Mari, even though she was sick, she was able to tell us this piece that <clears throat> Janelle was arrested yesterday. Did you hear this?
4: Um, no, I did not.
1: Okay. Okay, so, Phil, I'm hoping that you did your job. All right, so I have
5: Janelle Evans, star of Teen Mom 2, arrested for threatening, harassing former roommate. The reality star is currently on probation for a 2011 street fight with another woman. Um, here we go, here we go. Um, she, uh, The Teen Mom 2 star, 20 yep. years of age, was arrested Tuesday morning in Burnswick County, North Carolina, for allegedly communicating threats and making harassing phone calls Uh, making for harassing phone calls to her ex roommate Hannah Inman. According to E! News, Evans posted a $1,000 bond and was released. Um, The MTV reality star later took to her Facebook page to address Uh her latest brush with the law. She says, yes I was arrested again. It's okay. Hannah's just calling her own bluffs. Uh, Evans wrote, how can I harass you with with phone calls when you clearly don't own a cell phone, <laughs> uh, I've D. Uh, D. There, there's a letter missing. D, <laughs> uh, whatever this argument weeks ago. Haven't been paying attention to you, but but you have the balls to tell your little fans I'm a effin' kill that yacht. How's threaten? Who's threatening who here? Oh my God! Uh, by the way, she misspelled who's. With house, <laughs> um, noted at, with the S I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Evans, and uh, Evans uh, went on to say she has been in and out of the hospital for weeks to treat a number of ailments, including tonsillitis. She, uh, as she left her house on Tuesday to go back to the hospital, a police officer arrested Evans, uh, and Evans said. I got down to my knees and poured out tears. She, uh, I was so upset, I had to go to jail, then go to the hospital. And his attorney, Dustin Sullivan, told uh, st- StarCasm.net that his client was arrested several days after she had pressed cyber stalking charges against uh, Evans' friend, James Duffy. Sullivan stated that ch- the charges against Evans are completely absurd and uh, something in nature.
1: But, okay, but she actually got arrested. So there must have been some evidence presented to the police. So I don't, I don't see how it's completely, how, how it could be completely false. But um, wow, Janelle, God, so so she's she's like a thug. She's a she's a thug, that, and and she doesn't fully present herself on camera, right, Star? Because by the way, I have a picture
5: up for those of you want to see. I don't know if this is a, the jail shop, but uh, Ed can't see it. I can see it, and and fans
1: can see it. Okay, so there you
4: go. I can see it.
1: <laughs> I mean, Star, what is your take on this behavior from Janelle?
4: I mean, Janelle, um, yeah, I mean, I saw the fight where it was on YouTube and she was fighting this girl and now she's on probation for it. Um, I've, you know, over time and time again, she does drugs, she looks hot, she keeps the wrong type of people around her. She's just kind of going nowhere fast, and so it kind of makes sense that. You know, even if she probably was threatening this girl, or maybe not, who knows, but it is in her character to continue to threaten someone because she doesn't stop, you know? She yeah. She doesn't take, stop and take a step back at her actions.
5: She looks guilty in this photo. I mean, she's smiling. Again, you can't see it. He and for those listening, you guys can't see it either, but it's on NYDailyNews.com, NY and she has a big old smile on.
1: He says
4: she looks, looks guilty. This looks, doctor, this is definitely not a mugshot. shot.
1: <laughs> You are wrong I don't that know, that looks doctor to me. Okay. Like an
4: old picture of her smiling, you know what I mean?
1: Okay, I am gonna need some creepy creepy music for the predictions, please.
0: Oh wait, we have one more thing. Oh oh
1: oh my my bad, my bad.
0: And no, now, no,
1: no, nice. no, go ahead. No, we I'll, want we want your news I'll, that you'll stop it. You Ed, see, this is what happens when you let Ed lead. Yeah. I, I jumped a gun. So
4: Joe one. um has released a video. Um, it's on, what is it on? It's on pop So you guys have to definitely check it out. He's rapping in this video. Um, it was released back in April, April 27th. So he's definitely a rapper of some sort.
1: Wow. And that's why he's in so, the studio.
4: Yeah. That's why he's in the studio. I guess, I, video. I guess Isaac,
1: Isaac is not allowed in the studio because otherwise, Oh my first studio.
4: God. All right.
1: <laughs> on the predictions cuz I've got to
4: go. Okay. And
0: now you're after Buzz TV predictions.
1: Okay, uh quickly quickly. I'm just I'm just going to do the predictions that matter. Um I saw Janelle and Kiefer on the coming up on the next teen mom, sitting mm-hmm. on a sitting on a stoop and Kiefer saying, "I I try to leave you but I can't. I love you. Will you forgive me and take me back?"
4: They'll be on and off forever, I would have to say. Oh, man.
1: So she's not going to say no, huh? No, she's
4: not <laughs> going to say no. Of course not.
1: Oh, well. Uh, that's the only one that I wanted to talk about. Do you want to say anything about the other – you got any other predictions?
4: No, they're what's going to happen? More stuff with the baby, with Allie. Uh, Joe and them talk about uh, birth uh, – what is it called? Money issue. Yes, yes, yes. So we're just gonna have to wait and see how everything goes next
1: week, but I'm very excited. Yeah, it it looks like there's some good stuff to come. I mean, you know, I guess it with Kiefer, w- when we thought he was gone, I guess the ratings would have gone down after that because it been less drama with Janelle.
4: <laughs> Crazy.
1: But anyway, thank you everybody for listening and watching. Thank you, Star, for for calling in and, and appreciating you. you staying late. Uh So we're about to do our last.